Hey there, are you an entrepreneur looking to start, launch, or grow a podcast? If you said yes, I am so happy you're here. I'm Kristen, a video and podcast producer and CEO of Novice Studios, a production company for podcasters. I help business owners launch and grow their podcasts to serve their audience, build community, and boost sales. I hope you'll subscribe to our show so we can help your show grow from novice to noteworthy. Welcome back to the Novice to Noteworthy podcast. In this episode, I am going to share what you need to launch a podcast by 2024 or in 2024, but I think that there's enough time this year to launch before 2024. So let's get into it. We are in the last quarter of the year. So if you have had a goal this year to launch a podcast, we are in the home stretch to accomplish that. You might also be looking forward to Q1 2024 for your podcast launch, but either way, in this episode, I'm sharing all the things that you need to launch a podcast in the next six months and some ways that we can support you with that goal. First, if you haven't already, you can download our free podcast launch guide PDF that has tech recommendations, equipment recommendations, best practices for recording, information about content themes, really all the nitty-gritty details that you need to get started launching your podcast. And so the link to that is in the show notes. All you have to do is enter your email address and you'll get that free PDF immediately. And then the first episode of the Novice and Noteworthy podcast had the four things that you need to launch your podcast with. I'll make sure I link that episode below, but to give a quick recap of those four items, they were number one, crystal clear branding, two, your content themes or niche, three, amazing episode titles, and four, a YouTube channel and video version of your podcast. So I'm going to go into a little bit more detail on a couple of these things in this episode, but be sure to check out that episode. Again, I will link that in the show notes. So the first thing that you need to do is I want to expand on this idea of crystal clear branding. The first thing that I want you to do is to answer these brand questions. So having a crystal clear brand is really going to ensure that you're reaching the right audience through your podcast name, the content themes that you have, the overall vibe of your podcast, and so many more ways. So the brand questions that I want you to answer are number one, what are the three words that you hope people will use to describe your podcast? I think a lot of us want to be helpful, informational, entertaining, fun. But when you get down to it, what are the three words that you might want people to say about your podcast that they don't say about any other podcast that they listen to? Um, Maybe if you're in a niche where it tends to be a little bit bland to talk about, um, you want to be known for being fun. And how are you going to do that? Is it through your personality? Is it through bringing on guests that are hilarious? Is it by having, I don't know, a comedy set. Maybe you're like a comedian on the side of being an HR person or whatever. How are you going to incorporate that into your podcast? So again, what are the three words that you want people to say about your podcast? How do you want them to make it? How do you want it to make them feel? How do you want them to, you know, act or change or transform as they're listening to your content or after they've listened to your podcast episode, try to narrow it down to three words. 
The second question I want you to answer is what are some core values of your business that you want to exemplify to your listeners? If one of your core values is inclusivity or inclusion, then you probably want to make sure you're bringing on diverse guests, that you are maybe talking about things that have to do with social justice on your podcast and how it might relate to your field and to your business and what you do. Um, Maybe one of your core values is responsibility. And so as a part of that, you always make sure that you share, you know, your source citations, that you're sharing from reputable companies, that you're only bringing on guests who also exemplify responsibility. There's so many ways that you can exemplify your core values in your content, but having a clear vision of those core values is a really important first step. The third question that I want you to ask yourself is, what problems do I want to solve with my content? This helps to inform your overall content themes, but also it helps to tell you what are your listeners struggling with? Where are they getting, where are they getting stuck in their transformations? Where are they getting stuck as they try to get from point A to point B or as they're working through this specific problem? What are those pain points? What are those trouble spots? Whatever that looks like for them, document that, write it down, and that is also going to inform your topics your themes, the kind of guests that you may need to bring on. I know for me, I get a lot of questions about SEO. And so I might want to bring on somebody who's like a full on SEO expert, or if people are interested in Facebook ads for their podcast, I would bring on a Facebook ads person. Like there are things that are related to podcasting that I might want to supplement out Um, that's a problem they might be having that's not necessarily in my wheelhouse or my expertise, but is in someone else's. Once you have those brand questions answered, the second part to launching your podcast is crafting your content strategy. There are so many different things I can go into a content strategy, but I really want you to focus on these three things. The first is the frequency and length of your podcast. The second is promoting your podcast. And the third is your content themes. So under frequency and length, we want to talk about, are you going to have a seasonal podcast versus a weekly podcast? Seasonal podcasts are great for people who definitely have busy seasons in their business throughout the year. So if you know, or in their life. So if you know that in the summertime, your kids are home from school and you are not going to be able to sit down and record and script episodes, that might be when you're on a break from your, from your podcast, or it could be that in the spring, you sit down, you pre-record for an entire season. So then in the summertime, those episodes are releasing and you are just promoting them and talking about them on social media. That might be a good strategy or good way to go if you definitely have ebbs and flows in your business. If you know that the holiday season is your busiest time of year and then, you know, the early part of the following year is pretty chill, then you might have a season of your podcast in the springtime and then in the fall, you don't have anything (laughs) going on. Um, You know, something like that where you can kind of structure it around your life and your business. But if your goal is to absolutely blow up (laughs) over time, that is, and with lots of patience and time, um, then you might want to consider a weekly podcast. So that would be rain or shine every single week, except maybe during holiday weeks, you would have a podcast episode go out every single week. And that is going to be the best way to grow a following 
as quickly as possible. Again, it's still a long game that we're playing, but it is the best way to grow a following and really, really nurture your audience on a consistent basis. Another thing to consider as a part of frequency and length is are you aiming for quick bite episodes that are like 5 to 15, maybe 20 minutes long? Or do you want to have some lengthier deep dives? Um, We tell our clients to aim for about 30 minutes of content. You might want to have 45 to 60 minute episodes. It's totally based on your preference. But we have definitely found that 30 to 45 minutes is that sweet spot for overall podcast length. Especially when you're just starting out, you might sit down to script an episode and you're like, oh, this is easily a 30 minute episode. And then you go to record it and it's like a 12 minute episode. (laughs) Um, That doesn't mean that it's not a robust episode. It doesn't mean that it's not chock full of value. The length of your podcast is not the important thing. The important thing is how much value and how much actionable information you're providing within that time frame. The next piece of the content strategy is promotion. So where are you going to promote your show? The biggest hint here is that wherever your ideal listeners are hanging out online is where you want to promote your show. If they are on LinkedIn, if you're a B2B business, then you probably want to be promoting your podcast on LinkedIn and generally promoting your business on LinkedIn. I'm currently on my LinkedIn journey. I don't know. It's not my favorite platform, (laughs) but it's like a necessary evil at this point. Um, Maybe your people are on Instagram. If you are more tailored to like a lifestyle-based business, then probably Instagram is going to be the platform for you. If you're trying to reach a younger audience, TikTok is probably the way to go. It just totally depends on your audience, but you want to make sure that you're in the right places. Then the next piece is what supplemental content do you want to create from your podcast? My client's Uh, We'll take the show notes that we write for them and turn them into email newsletters. They'll take the audiograms that we send them and turn those into reels and TikToks or YouTube shorts. And you can make carousel posts. I'm creating a carousel post for this episode as an example. So you can go to our Instagram to check that out. But you can take the key bullet points from your episode and turn them into a carousel post. That's another totally valid way to repurpose your content, make it stretch onto different platforms. And promotion is a very overlooked part of podcast production. So much work goes into the actual production piece that sometimes we forget we actually have to tell people that our podcast exists and where to find it and what we're talking about in order for people to actually like go and listen to it. Then the third part under crafting your content strategy that I want to make sure you take away are content themes. And I feel like this has been kind of controversial in years past of like, do you need content themes? I say years past, but really just in the last few months in the podcast production space. It's like, do you need core themes? Do you not need core themes? I have found that having some kind of content themes or core uh, topic themes for your podcast is just a good jumping off point as you're trying to brainstorm content. I think we can get stuck when it feels like we don't have at least some parameters over the types of things that we want to cover on our show. So what are three core themes or topics that you want to hit with your content. And another way to think about this are what are some supplemental themes that would benefit your audience? So for me as a podcast production um, focused podcast, a podcast podcast, (laughs) um, I want to think about maybe energy management and confidence. Those are two topics that are absolutely related to whether or not somebody is going to be able to show up and sound great, and look confident, feel confident behind the camera, or really in front of the camera, 
in an audio format, however they're recording their podcast. So I might want to create some content around that. Those might be some themes that I consider. If somebody constantly feels low energy or they sound kind of boring on a podcast, that's probably going to affect how likely people are to tune into their show. So that is a supplemental theme that I can touch on. One being energy management and another supplemental theme being overall confidence. So once you have those branding questions down and you've got your content strategy put together, again, that content strategy is much more robust than that, but those are three things for you to think about. The third thing that you'll do is record an intro and a trailer. So writing an intro to your podcast that will play at the beginning of the episode lets new listeners hear who you are, what you do, and what they can expect from the podcast. Definitely call out anything that might have brought that person to your podcast, if they might be feeling a certain way or in a certain industry or trying to undergo a specific transformation. Call that out as a part of your intro. Try not to make your intro too long. I think a minute is the absolute longest that you want that intro to be. Um, I've been listening to this one podcast where the content is really, really good, but I timed it or, you know, was watching the clock one day and their intro was like three and a half minutes long. And I was like, I'm trying to binge listen to this podcast and I was driving, so I couldn't necessarily like safely sit there hitting the forward 15 second button over and over and over. And I was like, this is making me want to click off and listen to something else. So keep in mind that while you do want to provide a little bit of context for new listeners and new people that are finding you on these platforms, you also want to keep in mind your existing listeners who already know you really well. They're just there for the content. And then in terms of music, you want to add some music that encompasses the vibe that you want for your show. So going back to those three words that we talked about earlier of what you want people to feel when they're listening to your show or how they want you, how, how you want them to describe your show. If you want them to have fun when they're listening to your podcast, your music needs to be upbeat, up-tempo. It needs to be uplifting and fun. Maybe not corporate sounding, maybe more of like an indie pop vibe whatever feels good to you, um, but you still want it to match that overall vibe that you want for your show. If you want them to feel really calm and relaxed when they're listening, the music needs to embody that as well. And then your trailer should be longer than your intro, but shorter than a full-length episode. So it should include a little bit more of your background and your qualifications, maybe why you're starting the podcast, and more details on what listeners can expect from the show. So if you're thinking about your first episode being like an about me episode, I would skip that altogether. Just get straight into like the meat of your content themes and instead use that trailer to share a little bit more of your background. Again, your credentials, what makes you qualified to talk about what you're going to talk about on your podcast. Um, But don't do an entire episode dedicated to just being about you. Put that into the trailer and send people that way if you want them to have, you know, that context about you. Step four is to record three launch episodes. Three full-length episodes gives your listeners a chance to binge your content right from day one of your launch, and it lets you introduce different episode formats as a sampler. So if you're wanting to do a mix of solo episodes, interview episodes, Q&A episodes, even if you want to experiment with a, you know, a few different lengths of podcast episodes. So maybe you do these 45-minute deep dives, but then you do these 10-minute 
you know, kind of journal reflection style episodes where you pose a question. Maybe there's some, you know, instrumental middle where people can journal in response to what you've just talked about. And then you can wrap up with a meditation at the end, different things like that. You would want to have an example of each of those as a part of your launch. So it'd be one 45 minute solo deep dive, maybe a 30 minute interview if you want to have 30 minute or if you want to have interview style episodes in your podcast and then have that like short journal with me guided meditation episode. Those would be your three launch episodes. This also gives you an opportunity to, you know, try some different ways of planning out your content um, and scripting your content. For some people, they might want a word-for-word script. For others, they might want a rough outline, but this gives you a chance to play with some different ways of preparing for the episode to figure out what works best for you before you really get into the consistent, like, a week-to-week upkeep of a podcast. Step five is to set up your hosting and your YouTube channel. I am surprised, but at the same time, it's not something that anybody ever, like, shares the behind the scenes of. (laughs) Every time I get the question, how do you get the podcast onto, like, Apple and onto um, Spotify and like on Google and stuff. Like, how do you even do that? Um, because if you don't do those things, then you kind of like don't have a podcast. I mean, you could just have a podcast on YouTube, but even that involves some kind of uploading and and hosting process. But the way that you get your podcast onto those listening platforms, that's Apple, Spotify, Google, etc., is by creating an RSS feed. And to create an RSS feed, you use a hosting platform. Some examples are Spotify for podcasters, which used to be called Anchor, Um, Buzzsprout, which is a really uh, surprising like contender for me in terms of my favorite hosting platform. It's not free. You do have to pay for it, but they do have some really cool features that I hope that Spotify for podcasters will pick up on. Um, But both of those are very user-friendly, Spotify for podcasters and Buzzsprout. Um, Libsyn is another big hosting platform, but I just feel like their interface, it's not my favorite. Okay. It's not my favorite. And so each of these platforms is going to walk you through the steps to set everything up. That is something that usually is the most user-friendly part of it. And they usually have a lot of help documentation as far as getting the RSS feed distributed to the other platforms. Um, and then going into 2024, video podcasts are only going to get bigger. So creating a YouTube channel to host your podcast videos is going to help you show up in Google search for your podcast content. It's going to help you engage with your audience using tools like premieres and being able to chat with people in the comments. Um, It is a social media platform, but first and foremost, it is a search engine. So if you want to be showing up in Google for your podcast, having a presence on YouTube with your podcast is the way to go. Um, So those two things, setting up your hosting and your YouTube channel. Very important. And then the final step is to publish your show and then tell people about it. That is like the unspoken actual final step is to tell people about it. So the most nerve wracking and exciting part is hitting publish on your podcast. Once your podcast gets approved on the different listening platforms, which that's another piece that people don't talk about, is your podcast has to be accepted 
into Apple Podcasts. Um, usually if you're using Spotify for podcasters, it gets approved immediately in Spotify. Once it gets approved, that process can take anywhere from like 24 hours to like five full days. So make sure you try to, you know, use that trailer as your first publishing published episode and use that to submit to the different hosting platforms. And then once it goes live, then publish your three episodes. That way, you know, for sure that they're going to be released like pretty instantly if you schedule them. But once that's all done, you're officially live. And so you can post about it on social media email your list about it, tell your friends that you've got a podcast, and then kindly ask them to share it out. And don't forget to celebrate publishing a podcast is a huge accomplishment. Keeping it going is harder, but <laughs> um, definitely getting it started from the get-go, especially if it's a goal that you've had for a really, really long time, you need to celebrate yourself. So I hope that this episode was helpful. And if you've listened to this entire thing, and if you want to launch a podcast by the end of the year, but you're still feeling overwhelmed, you're still not sure how you're going to execute all these steps I just told you about, bring in a production team. Obviously, I'm biased. I think our team is the best. We kind of are. I'm just saying. Um, but we have two different launch options that you can choose from. We have a one-day VIP day, which is perfect for DIYers who just want a little bit of that tech support, a little bit of that visual branding support, but can take it the rest of the way from there. We have that. And then we also have our done for you launch. That's like our Mac daddy launch. Um, it's everything we record for you. Those three launch episodes, we edit everything for you. All the assets, the hosting is set up for you. Your YouTube channel is set up for you. Like we do everything for you over the course of just a couple of weeks, which means that you can still launch by 2024. I know it's good stuff. It's good stuff, y'all. And if you've listened this whole episode, then I would like to offer you 10% off either of those launch packages if you book by, let's say, we'll say end of November. I can't guarantee if you book like on November 30th that we will get you launched by 2024. Um, we might need a little bit more time than that, but, you know, given the holidays and everything. But if you book a podcast launch with us by November 30th, we will give you 10% off of that launch price. And we only do sales and discounts like this, like maybe once or twice a year. So who knows when the next one will uh, come along. But I think this is the first time that we've given any sort of discount this year. Actually, it might be the second time. I think we gave one around my birthday. It's usually around my birthday and the holidays. Okay. If I'm, if I'm, giving the whole peek behind the curtain. It's usually the holidays and my birthday in February that we do some sort of discount, but that is it. We do not do discounts any other time of the year. So definitely take advantage 10% off if you book before November 30th. And hopefully this episode was helpful. If pod publishing a podcast is your dream, we've got you. We're kind of like, you know, we make dreams come true over here. Okay. We're basically like Disney. Okay. I'm glad we, we established that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you rate and review the podcast over on Apple Podcasts. Share this with a friend who's interested in starting a podcast. And I will see you guys in the next one. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, 
please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Written reviews are incredible, but even a quick five-star review is so helpful for our show. You can also rate us on Spotify. If you listen over there, you can give us five stars over there as well. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram and YouTube at Novice Studios CLT and share the show with a fellow podcaster to spread the word. See you next time.